So I don't understand how mirrors work. Oh my god. And I refuse to believe that they're real and it's kind of like you with uh airplanes. Oh, I was gonna say cameras too. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, with cameras, yeah. Where it's like you can explain it to me, and yeah, sure, I guess that's the answer, but also uh uh-uh, uh it doesn't make mm-hmm. any sense to me. I yeah. simply I simply don't understand how mirrors can see things that they can't see, you know? And I've told you thousands of times. Mirrors don't see anything. No, 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 but they do. You see things. (laughs) No, 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 no. Because the mirror (laughs) shouldn't be able to reflect things that are not within its, like, mirror vision, you know? The mirror doesn't have eyes. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's some sort of magic because it doesn't make any sense. How? How? How can it see the floor? Uh, I mean, you you don't... The mirror doesn't see the floor. You see the floor through the mirror. But that doesn't make sense, because how can the mirror show me the floor if it can't see the floor? It's all about angles, baby. But that doesn't make any sense. I know. I've tried to. I have tried so many times to explain this to you. I don't like it. I know. I know. And I don't like cameras. They they freak me out. Uh, I am very grateful that they work. Sure. And I think they're very important. But I I never like digital cameras make a lot more sense to me. It's like, sure, oh, sure, whatever, cameras, yeah. Then like the a... old-timey poof, and then all of a sudden you yeah. picture someone's soul. I put my head under a sheet, and then I <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I create my own little magic room in the middle of this town, <laughs> and then now I've got your soul forever. How are you doing out there? I hope y'all are doing well. Welcome back to L Show Dependent Podcast. This right here is a podcast where we talk about things we like, how they influenced our lives, how they shaped us into the people we are today, the fine young gentleman and gentlewoman that will be mm-hmm. talking at you today. <laughs> if these things are still important to us or if we have moved past them, if we've maybe forgotten about them. Like someone in this movie does. Ah, uh, I see what you did there. The man with the slightly, uh, I'm going to say raspy, you maybe probably hear a little congestion. You know, life, I am but a simple man, and sometimes things happen. But while under the weather, still here, still providing entertainment, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Big parentheses on that. Unless yeah, you're we'll listening see. and you're like, God, this guy fucking sucks. Just let Kayla talk. But anyways, <laughs> my name is Eddie. And as <laughs> I spoiled for you right here. With me, as always, my beautiful, gorgeous, amazing, outstanding other half. Hi. Her name is Kayla. Hello. Eddie's being very nice to me because I cried a lot today. <laughs> but I'm feeling better now that I cried and I ate dinner and I'm drinking coffee. There you so go. thank you for the support, my dear. <laughs> always gorgeous. You know I'm here for you. Yeah, stop. <laughs> Hey, you know, everyone has down days. Everyone has bad days. Some people have really, really bad days. Days that you somehow can't seem to escape. Mm-hmm. I'm not foreshadowing at all. I'm just saying things out loud. Mm-hmm. But other than, you know, a bit of the tears, a bit of the sads, feeling a little down on this day. Yeah. Uh, how else are you feeling? How are you feeling about talking about this thing? I'm excited because, boy, oh, boy, did I enjoy this more than I thought I would. <laughs> 
It took a while to get going because when we were watching it for this pod episode, I turned over to you and I realized I don't think I've ever actually seen the beginning of this movie. Like, I feel like every single time I've seen it, I've come in at like the 30, 40 minute mark. Mm -hmm. So it was definitely a revelation for me to see a little bit more about these characters. Mm -hmm. But, you know, without any further ado, unless you have anything else to say. Um, Caveat. Yes. On the rewatch, I was very intoxicated. Okay, <laughs> but, all right. But I had, I had a great time. I don't think and that changes anything. That just means you feel the emotions more. I did. And we're going to yeah. get to how hard I felt those emotions. <laughs> the emotions are always there. Just sometimes people are guarded and have walls up and refuse to let them out. I elevated them. Kind of like all high school boys when they watch a sad movie in high school. Mm-hmm. As a short as a short little, uh, what what's the word for it? Tangent? Yes. As a short little tangent, take a quick little walk off the beaten path with me. There were a couple movies in high school that when I watched them, I myself and I could visibly see like other buds of mine, all males, like holding back tears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we were just like not allowing ourselves to feel these feelings. I vividly remember one of them was a movie called uh, Mi Familia, My Family. Oh, Obviously, God. being a, a Mexican man, it was very heartwarming. It's like an immigrant's tale and all that. Watched it in Spanish class. And I remember I was like fucking dying. I was tearing up and like the tears were falling because I couldn't hold them back. And I, turned, and I turned to my left and there was another one of my buds, kind of like an acquaintance, but he was a good guy. And he looked back at me and we both just had like tears on our face. We were like, what the fuck? Man? <laughs> so, you know. I, guess I love whole, watching young men cry. The, the whole reason for that tangent is that everyone should just let themselves feel and cry and let it out because it all feels better after. I know I do. What are we What are we going to be talking about? Today we will be discussing the 2004 rom-com starring lovely Adam Sandler and Drew Andy Sands. We stand. We stand, Adam Sands. And this lovely film called 50 First Dates. Oh, yeah. How many first dates? We got 50 of them, baby. 50, not 49, not 51, 50. Oh, just the right perfect number. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't we get on into it with our meet cute. It's a meet cute, baby. It's how we met this thing. Well, you know, funny enough. Yeah. When we talk about a meat cute here, this film has very, very prominent meat cutes, forced meat cutes, which is very fun. Do they say the term meat cute in this film? Yes. Nice. Okay, but anyways, it's 2004. You know, I'm in the uh, the throes of adolescence. I would have been, what, 13, turning 14 at the end of the year. And uh, therefore, I would have been in middle school. Yep. I uh I I don't believe that I saw this film until I was at least in high school until at least a few years later when it came on cable and uh, I want to say oh, yeah. that's this is the, such it's 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 an amazing like dad movie it's this an amazing is, I was literally gonna say that <laughs> this is every dad's like cable movie <laughs> yeah if it's on it's going on you could like, be like two-thirds of the way into the movie, and your dad is going to sit there and watch the last 40 minutes. Oh, yeah, and that's exactly what happened to me, but the reverse, because I feel like this is the perfect movie to where you come home after school, mm-hmm. your dad's already there because, you know, he got off work early or whatever, and he's just got, what is it, fucking, like, TNT on, oh God, on the yeah. tube? 
and you walk in and you're, you're 30, 40 minutes in. It, it's not a high concept film. So you're just no. like, all right, I'll sit down and watch this while I eat my dinner, you know, mm-hmm. or do my homework or whatever. So I feel like that's the exclusively how I experienced this film up until yeah. a few days ago when we watched it together. Mm-hmm. And that's when I turned to you. I was like, I don't think I've ever actually, it's <laughs> like the beginning. I was like, what is this? Is this the same movie? Like yep. I did not expect this of this character. Yeah. It, it, you know, we'll get to it. But anyways, Probably saw it around like 06, 07 when I was mm-hmm. in high school. Exclusively saw it on cable. Only watched the last like 30, 40 minutes of it because I'm assuming this film's around like 90 minutes. But uh, I loved every 90 minutes of it. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm a big uh, Adam Sands fan, you know? Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's got some stinkers, but God, he just plays like just such great roles. They're so fun. They're like Joe, everybody. And you just get behind him. And Adam Sandler has a way to make you care. And he seems so genuine in his mm-hmm. roles that from the moment I saw this film, I was like, yeah, th- th- this is a good one. But I'll let Kayla go and then we'll get really into it. Thank you, dear. You are having a lot of like digestion things happening, aren't you? I got a lot going on today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like snotting, burping. Hey, what's going on? My name is Raz. No, God, Roz, Roz gave herself black lung. Oh my God. Roz, she went to work in the coal mines during World War II and she mm-hmm. was down there smoking cigs in the mines, <laughs> just decimating her lungs. It's amazing uh-huh. that she's still alive today. She was born with a pack in her hand. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Anyway, my meat cute with this film. As Eddie said, very much has to do with my father. Like, oh, I just yeah. associate this movie with my dad. And specifically, another, you know, we've talked about how goddamn white I am. This this <laughs> oh, soundtrack, Lord. the soundtrack is like the soundtrack. This sound, yeah, well, this go. soundtrack <laughs> in, in combination with songs about Jane by Maroon 5. <laughs> yeah. Those are the songs I associate with my family road trips. Oh, God. What in the world? Because <laughs> we would just like sing along. To... First dates, huh? Oh, yeah. We loved this. Mostly my dad. My dad made us love this soundtrack. And now that I watch it, I'm like, damn, this is a lot of bangers. A, I lot love of white, it. a lot of white people bangers there. Yep, I agree. Here's a true story real quick. I have a Spotify playlist called songs oh what's it fucking called hold on yeah you need to look it up so you can properly find it so i can properly give so i can properly give you this because this soundtrack may as well just be this whole playlist but let me find it real quick well (laughs) while eddie does that we do want to quickly plug our uh our tiktok that we've created oh yeah should have put a pod has a little ticky yeah so find us on the ticky talkie and mm-hmm. we will be there for your viewing pleasure, not just yeah. your listening pleasure this time. Oh, yeah. You can actually see us. You can see what we look like. You can be disappointed or be weirdly into us and be mm-hmm. hopefully mm-hmm. you're not super weird because yeah. we definitely will not re- respond mm-hmm. to you. No, I've seen too many true crime to allow this thing to happen. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I found the playlist. It's yeah. called Songs to Impress White People at Karaoke. And it may as well just be the 51st States soundtrack because... Mm-hmm. Had a lot of hits, had a lot of heat there for those those whites. Love that. Anyway, 
I don't remember when I first watched this movie. It was very much in a similar vein of it being on cable all the time and my dad just losing his ass. Uh-huh. So it's it's a great film, and I uh, can't wait to talk more about it. Well, you won't have to wait long. Why don't we get right on into it? What is this character work you're doing today? <laughs> yeah, he's doing a bad. Oh, my God, Roz is back. <laughs> Are y'all ready to order? No, Roz, I'm afraid now. All right, well, I'll go smoke another pack, honey. I'll okay. be right back. Sounds good. It'll only take me a couple of minutes. Oh, God. <laughs> Roz, you got a problem. <laughs> Roz needs to take a breath. And while she does that, why don't we get to know 50 First Dates a little bit more intimately? Ooh la la. Getting to know each other. Oh, you crazy bitch! I think we should start with the animals. Okay, go for it. I always think it's very interesting, because this is not the only Adam Sandler film that features comedic animals. It's got a lot. It's got a few. Yeah. Like, when I think of Happy Gilmore, I cannot not think about the alligator. <laughs> Happy Gilmore. Yep, I, I said the word alligator weird. Alligator. Alligator. An alligator. It's a gator yeah. in alleys. <laughs> oh, ah! <no>. That's <laughs> so <laughs> scary. Does the alligator have a gun and it, like, is on its hind feet? Or is it just an alligator in an alley? I don't know which is scarier, to be honest. I don't know. Both have their things. I think it would be all, it would be simultaneously very scary and very funny to see an alligator pull a gun because they're so low to the ground. It'd be oh. like, <laughs> and then it pulls the trigger and you just, like, it hits your ankle. Just, my oh, ankle. Oh. God damn it. See, in my mind, the alligator has a fedora oh well obviously <laughs> and a trench coat. Got a fedora and a trench coat and a scarf that just drags on the floor <laughs> just bloop, bloop, okay you're bloop, still bloop. having him as a quadruped i am bipedal oh, alligator. No, no, no 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 yes let's be realistic here no 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 no, no. <laughs> alligators <laughs> are on all fours and they oh. say hey that's where you're going <laughs> oh god i'm gonna get sexually assaulted by an alligator pulls out a tommy gun and it's just <laughs> scraping on the floor <laughs> oh god they this was getting pretty away. fast this when they want away from me. they're not super fast but you can take two shots from the tommy gun before it goes flying out of his grip because of the recoil bouncing off the ground <laughs> The barrels just. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh my God. But That's yeah. So <laughs> Adam Sandler's love he loves Sam- animals. And you know that it's, I think it's very well known that Adam Sandler, he pretty much like makes conscious decisions about uh-huh. these things. Like a lot of people have said he makes movies with his friends in exotic locales to give him and his friends like a nice vacation. Oh, <laughs> they just go get to make a movie. And That's I mean, why wouldn't he... you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, living the dream. That's why he makes movies with like the same people, and they're always just like in the Caribbean, in like on a cruise, in the most beautiful places in the world. And you can tell yeah, Adam Sandler I... also loves like talking to animals and shit. Oh yeah, or maybe or just it. like animal actors because they're always in movies. Mm-hmm. And they're fun in this one. We got a walrus. We got mm-hmm. a penguin. Penguin. I love Jocko because I think like is that the walrus? Yeah, I okay. think that probably ninety percent of the reason Adam decided to get a walrus in this film was for the dick jokes. 
Oh, probably. Like, goddamn, yeah. I will risk an act. Adam Sandler just like, hmm. <laughs> Let me search animals with big dicks. Mm-hmm. Get me Jocko. Jocko. I wonder if that's the actual walrus's name. Hmm, that'd be interesting. Do you I think, think Jocko it... had to audition? Um, he came in and did a script no, reading. Okay. I think there's only like a certain amount of walruses that qualify. That know Shakespeare, yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm just imagining Jocko in like the ruffle, the big <laughs> neck ruffle. He's got a giant walrus skeleton. Alas, oh! poor Yorick. <laughs> Oh my god. Wow, he's really good. Wow, he's good. Let's make him not have any speaking rules. And also vomit. Just projectile vomit. Oh yeah. Well, you know, it's Adam Sandler. We got some uh we got some body humor. Yeah, some body humor. The immature stuff. It's a hundred percent par for the course. Mm Mm-hmm. But I mean we got yeah. It's funny. Yeah. It is absolutely disgusting. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, it being 2004, it's a little dated on some of its things, you know. Yes. With uh, some of the language they use and, Mm. like, having this woman in there who, like, the joke is, like, is she a man? Is she a woman? Uh Mm -hmm. What's going on there? But uh, overall, I want to say this film hasn't, you know, aged too poorly. Yeah. I don't think. And it's not a tough watch. (laughs) Some old things... You You're go like, back, Jesus and they're Christ. a bit of a tough watch. Not just okay. because you know we're in a different world, and like just certain things, like legitimately, just aren't funny anymore. Like, yeah, not just because of the world we're in, but because like you should mature and realize that mm-hmm. these things aren't like, funny. oh, that wasn't funny. Yeah, like, oh, we're just making fun of a person's appearance. That's not that funny. No, like try harder to make a joke. Hmm. But yeah, this film I think was pretty good. Yeah. I like um I do like that they I mean, don't get me wrong, most of the white whoops. Most of go. the white cast is white. Imagine that. Oh yeah. Most you of know. the main cast is white, but they did they did cast some Polynesian and Pacific Islander uh people. So that was nice, but I like that it's in Hawaii. I think it's a fun setting. It's very romantic, so I think it, it matches. And uh, God, Drew Barrymore, she is just so damn charming. She is. I mean, we'll talk about these characters right now. Drew Barrymore plays uh, Lucy. Yes, Lucy, I'm home. In, in one of three films that she stars opposite of Adam Sandler. What are the other three? Or two? Sorry, what are uh, the other two? There's The Wedding Singer. A classic. The Wedding Singer was before this, and then after this one is Blended. Mm, haven't which seen I, that one. I never saw, but apparently she's in there. Yeah, they have a lot of good chemistry. They're obviously good buds. Mm-hmm. And uh, Adam Sandler, which I didn't know until this watch because I never saw the first five, ten minutes. But Adam Sandler is apparently like a player in this film. he's essentially barney from how i met your mother with the uh type of antics he's throwing in he's just Mm -hmm. like lies and makes up lives and uh bangs women who come to hawaii and then gets rid of them and he also he's a bi king because apparently he got with kevin james so (laughs) you know that was just like too good to pass up (laughs) kevin's like can i come for the weekend yeah yeah like yeah may as well you know what We'll we'll make love once. It's fine. Adorable. What a fun friend group. Because like who's like there's like five guys that uh-huh. are all just super tight knit 
It's oh, like yeah. him, Kevin, David Spade. Oh, yeah, Spade. Who's Fucking Rob that... Schneider. Schneider. That's who I was thinking of. Which is a shame about Rob Schneider because now he's like super like right wing nut job. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Rob Schneider was always funny in these Adam Sandler films. He says like the memorable lines, you know. Oh yeah, he he's got probably the most notable one-liners from all yeah. of the Adam Sandler films he's been in. And it's like those guys, and then like the two white guys who who like uh, yeah, you know their faces, but mm-hmm. they're just kind of in like very small cameo roles all the like, time. Like the guy in this movie who's really bad at his job at the brain injury clinic yeah one of those guys one of those two guys i think they're both yeah and the other guy's like 10 second steve or whatever yeah 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 10 second tom oh yeah there we go that makes more sense it reminds me of how happy gilmore with that guy who's like you jackass (laughs) (laughs) he was funny yeah what what a fucking concept what, what what's wrong with this uh with Lucy here? Poor little Lucy. God, if I were her dad, I would have just lost my shit. I mean, my God, that's a horrible thing to do to your child. Borderline worse than just killing them. Hey, he didn't. He didn't do it on purpose. I know it was. But an I mean, accident. what happened? His, what was this accident? So it was Lucy's dad's birthday, and they were going out to pick a pineapple, and uh, there was a cow on the road. And so he turned to avoid hitting the cow and he ended up plowing the passenger side of their car into a tree. Yeah. And dad was banged up, but Lucy got like a traumatic brain injury that prevented her from developing short term memory. Yeah. And now she relives the same day over and over again. Yeah. It's it's absolutely insane of a concept. And does this actually happen? Did we look into the like the actual science of this? Well, I'm happy you asked. In the film, they call her uh, affliction mm-hmm. Goldfield syndrome, is sure. what they call it. Uh, so I asked, is this real mm-hmm. of Google? And Google said, Eddie, let me tell you, let me learn <laughs> you something. It's in fact not real. Aww. It is not a real syndrome. It is similar to anterograde amnesia. Mm. But obviously, um, Lucy's film illness, I guess we could plot say. Plot disease. Film affliction is more of a plot disease. Yeah, it's just to set up the film's plot. Because yeah. it really doesn't function like this IRL. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's too like, it's like anime. It's too, too yeah, convenient it's like to too just perfect. lose one day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, thank goodness, right? Because... <laughs> This actually happening to people because, like, obviously, Horrifying. people have really bad brain um, uh, injuries that can mess with their memory and do all that. And there are mm-hmm. people that have been like afflicted with stuff where they have really bad short term memory and they have to like keep notes and do stuff similar yeah, to I what Lucy about does. That, but yeah, but uh, yeah, this is just convenient. It's convenient for mm-hmm. the plot. Valid. Okay. Well, that answers that question. That's good. It's kind of comforting to <laughs> know good. that there aren't a bunch of Lucys running around the world. Right, right, right. That would be a sad place to live. Don't yeah. get me wrong. There's a lot of shit out there that's really bad. But <laughs> that's that's pretty fucked. Oh, yeah. I mean, that would be absolutely horrible. You talk about the dedication that her family, mm-hmm. her father and, her and brother and her friends, that this whole like little group of people on this little part of a Hawaiian island Yep, that's the only, that's another convenient plot point. What people are because the community is so small, they're able to keep it 
close knit yeah. and under wraps pretty effectively. We see what happens on bad days, but uh-huh. yeah, it's oh, sad. I mean, talk about committing to a bit, you know, <laughs> it's not a bit. It's preventing mental breakdowns on a They've catastrophic level. Committed to this bit. <laughs> when I saw this, I, fir- I, fir- I thought two things first. Number one was, Normally, I'd say don't ever swerve to stop hitting an animal because it's your life versus theirs. Mm -hmm. But good on them for making it a cow, because if you hit a cow. Oh, yeah. Everyone's fucked. (laughs) Yeah, the cow's (laughs) fucked. You're fucked. Probably dead. So they had the swerve. You know, thank goodness they didn't make it like a porcupine or something, because while it would have been sad. Don't sacrifice everyone in the car for a little porky boy. Good thing they're not native to Hawaii. Number two thing that I thought (laughs) was, why don't they just give her the same illness that'll reverse it? You know? Also murder her! They should stage another crash and then hit her perfectly on the same part of the head. Bam, bam, boom. Everything's back in place. No, you you see, that's how you end up with handsome Squidward. I don't know what that means, but yes. What? That's the Squidward became handsome in the show. (laughs) He He got hit in the face with like a door. Really? And then his face like got all swollen in a weird way and it made him look hot. Well, I mean, exactly. So it was a good thing, right? And then they took it too far and then he got ugly again. So. Oh, well, exactly. That's why you do one more accident. Hey, Lucy, instead of having some memories, how about she just has none? (laughs) How about you's got nothing? Oh, my God, the alligator's back. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, toots. And I brought back up. Curb stomp, can't lift its leg. (laughs) Uh. He said, yeah, that's right. And now I got me an update. And he pulls out a little bit, a little holder. Oh, that he puts his Tommy stand. gun on mm-hmm. the way it's stable. <laughs> uh oh, he's learning. Uh huh. Oh God! Problem is the stand. The stand's got nothing, so it just falls over. Oh man! <laughs> I'll be back. Oh my gosh! Speaking of tropes, yeah. I don't know if I mean alligator <laughs> is apparently a trope. Uh, everyone knows the alligator. <laughs> Everybody trope. should know. Very him. famous Citizen Kane. Very famous <laughs> alligator scene in there. <laughs> I was trying to segue into Lucy. What the fuck is Adam Sandler's name in this movie? Um, all I ever wrote was Adam <laughs> <Just> Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> well, his name's not important. Anyway. We're going to just call him Adam. I think it's so, like Henry? Harry? Harold? No. Henry, I think. Let's just call him Adam Sandler. Adam. So when... Can we just say Drew? <laughs> Feels weird giving Drew whoa, a fake whoa, whoa. name. Okay, fine. Lucy and Adam. There we'll you go. go with that. On the day that Lucy and Adam meet... Because Adam's not playing a character. Uh, <laughs> um... He hits it off so well with her. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, oh, you couldn't write. I mean, you could. <laughs> Someone, I mean, in did. fact, did. did write <laughs> this meeting. Because it's so cute. Because Lucy's, oh, she's a little quirky. Oh. She's a bit quirky. She, she's got a capital Q, quirky. Quirky. Uh, She likes making houses out of her waffles. Insane. Yeah, which is borderline. Just what? Crazy behavior. What a weird For this an is the adult type of thing. Yeah. In public. That's what I'm saying. This is the type of thing where if you were at breakfast and you look over and you see a full grown adult woman 
making a house out of waffles yeah you'd be like what is that lady doing i think that woman might have a brain injury (laughs) lo and behold she does that woman may be living the same day on a loop (laughs) sort of groundhog's day situation oh god oh boy yeah it's i mean i'm not above it i'm sure like provided the correct amount of materials i could Uh also construct and would enjoy making a house out of waffles sure but not in public no you hide that that's yeah you do that's that a shame home. you keep in in private exactly um but yeah i mean an absolutely amazing meet cute there instantly smitten mm-hmm. to quote another adam sandler banger film they zing oh all right shout yeah, out to hotel do. transylvania it's the zing of all zing adam mm-hmm. sandler the Riz God, just <laughs> instantly, these two are like dancing in the parking lot, just like, uh, uh, fucking, mm-hmm. this is, I'm feeling great. What an amazing mm-hmm. meeting. It's going to work out. Yep. Next day, did not go as planned. <laughs> Does not go as well. No, assaults her with fish fingers, meaning yeah. his hands that smell like fish. <laughs> Which is a really weird thing to do. I mean, in the context of their meeting, it's not. Right. Considering she didn't remember it happened. But for her, fresh day, very weird. And this is part of the film. (laughs) Oh, God, Ross, get out of here. Oh, God, Ross is bad. Oh, it smells like cigarettes. That's right, Toots. Is Ross and Allie Gator married? (laughs) I just pictured Ross. She says, like, that's right, Toots. And you're like, wait a minute. And you look up, and suddenly Ross falls into the alligator. Like, she loses her... Her makeup, and it was the alligator the whole time trying to trick you, oh, trying to get close to you. Did is Roz an alligator just wearing lipstick and a wig? It's, it's the alligator wearing lipstick and a wig. Oh, he was trying to get close tell. to you. Was- uh huh. <laughs> Until he gave off the one word that the alligator always says: "Toots." <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, Suddenly, you focus more, and you can see I've been talking to an alligator this whole time. <laughs> oh my god anyway and he does that thing where he falls on his back and you know how like alligators have to like i'm squirming (laughs) they're fine in the water but out of the water bad bad news Uh uh-huh turns around and gives you like the eye he points to his eyes and points to you Mm -hmm. and it's cute because it's so low to the ground oh he can't reach his face (laughs) he does (laughs) 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 <laughs> this is this is an audio medium, so no one can see. <laughs> but, but but picture yeah, picture the just, alligator. Just imagine. Use your mind's eye. With yeah. his little his little nubs. Anyways, oh, so cute. Anyway, yeah. It, and now Adam, mm-hmm. Henry, whatever he he has a life's purpose now, and that is to make Lucy fall for him again. Yeah. Which is pretty. It's pretty crazy. As I just mm. said, this is part of the film where I really have never seen before. Mm, really? So I guess so I guess I just kind of assumed that he just kind of met her and was instantly smitten, which is true, but I didn't know that he was like a player and all that. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of took it as like, huh, he just really likes this girl. But the fact no. that he's like ready to give up everything and he's he like He gave up his playboy antics. Yeah, he gave up that and- life. And now his best friend, who's played by Rob Schneider, Rob Schneider, who is apparently Hawaiian and like <laughs> half blind, but is anyway. not Hawaiian. No, 
can no longer live vicariously through his sexual advances mm-hmm. on strange and random women. Right. Also, that's yeah, that's another bit that like just never it's, it's never funny, but you know <laughs> what is just hating your wife and your life oh, yeah, and your yeah, kids just, and just <laughs> Yeah. Is he actively like shits on his wife and his circumstance in front of all like four or five of his kids? Yeah. Oh god, that's hilarious. Oh, he hates being alive. That's funny. That's good. These kids are going to grow up and they're going to remember this fondly. And respect their mom and women in the future. But I think this is the only time I can really say this because we're about to get sort of beyond this and go beyond Adam Sandler as a character here. Beyond. More more into what he does and all the other stuff. We haven't even met Lucy's family yet. But Mm -hmm. Adam Sandler, he wants to go on an Alaska trip. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, he's just like really into what? Why does he want to do this? So he wants to go to Alaska to study walruses in their native habitat because right. people, as he says in the movie, like not a lot of research has been done on them under the water because oh. we humans only really ever see them while they're on on you know land or icebergs yeah. basking. Yeah. So he's trying to do more research into the the mysterious life of the walrus. Wow, I didn't even catch that. But yeah, he wants to do that. And Honey, I was like to... four margaritas deep, and I remembered that. Yeah, I was not paying attention. But <laughs> he, Adam Sands, he's always playing random dudes and random occupations. And yes. it reminded me, because when I wrote that down, I said, oh yeah, Adam Sandler sat down with uh, Brendan Fraser and said something about Adam Sandler's roles. So uh, Brendan, is it Brendan or Brandon? Brendan. Yeah, Brendan, he said about Adam Sandler that, because people always say that he's playing underdogs, right? Yeah. And Brendan said, no, no, no. Adam Sandler doesn't play underdogs. He plays champions who are overlooked. Mm. And Adam Sandler was like, hey, what the hell? And it's That's pretty, a good line. It's a pretty fun way to look at it, you know? Because mm-hmm. ultimately, Adam Sandler and most of his roles, he's just a guy with a heart of gold. He's just a guy. Well, people look at him as just a guy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's a champion. He's got that special thing. Mm-hmm. He's got the dedication. He's got the he's got the chutzpah. Mm-hmm. I really like him in, um, what was that basketball movie we saw him in? Hustle? Yeah. So good. Super Made good. me cry. Oh, and yeah. Was, and that was like a more serious role, obviously. It was more mm-hmm. of a drama than a, a comedy. Obvi- and oh, it oh, was really sure. good. But... I don't know. You just rip for him the whole time because it's a similar situation of like he's just a a guy in a tough spot. And mm-hmm. You just want to see him do well. And oh, in yeah. this movie, you want to see him get with Lucy because, you know, like the potential for love and success and romance is there. Yeah, it's just got to hit the perfect. It's like striking flint and steel. You know, you're just sure. waiting for that to catch. And then you have a beautiful fire of love. Uh-huh. Well, what's preventing him from being in love with this woman? Fucking dad. Fucking dad. Brother. Samwise Gamgee. Yeah, yeah, I took it right out of my mouth. Also (laughs) really weird to see him in like that kind of role. And I don't know what that kind of role is, which is like juiced out, roided up, but not buff at all white dude who wears only mesh shirts. Yeah, the mesh crop. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it's weird because I feel like... I guess still to this day, because you you really don't see much of this guy in a lot of things. No. 
feel like all I saw of him was Lord of the Rings, 51st Dates. And I was like, how are these your two rules, Doug? You know, <laughs> he just didn't uh, he didn't play the field as much as he, he probably could have. And no, that's apparently okay. not. But yeah, the family of Lucy, obviously, they're locked into one day. It's sort of revealed that like the lengths they go through to make Lucy comfortable and the fact that she keeps reliving this same day over and over again unknowingly. Is yeah. insane because we see um, the, it, the restaurant owner, the yeah. lady, she pulls Adam Sandler out and is like, listen, you can't do this. You can't pursue this woman. She was in an accident. She has the same day. She's living it over and over again. Like, this yeah. is not good. She's like, you're uh, a predator. Yeah. Stop it. Right. But he, but he's just like, you know, that's not really what I'm doing. Like, I legitimately like this woman. And then we cut to the family and we see that. Because the day that she is reliving is her father's birthday. Mm-hmm. So obviously it's very, they had like traditions that they yeah. did every year. They had to go pick so, a pineapple. They had a pineapple upside down cake. They always watched the Vikings game. And watched Sixth Sense because she gives it to her dad as a present. Mm-hmm. And she's always amazed. They're like, whoa, look at that twist. And they're like, oh, yeah, I didn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they like print out the newspaper every yeah, single they day have, like, for her. Hundreds upon thousands of copies of and that the, day. And the most insane thing they do is because Lucy is a painter, and every day she like paints a full mural for her father, which is insane because no way. And then at the end of the night, or at the end of the day, every night, the father and the brother go in and paint the walls white. Yep. They take a photograph first, which is nice. Sure, but instantly I'm thinking those walls would have been as thick as like a fucking like stack of post-it notes. Mm -hmm. The amount of paint on these things, there ain't no way. Because in the film, it's been a full year. 365 or 366 if it's a leap year. Coats of paint? (laughs) Are you kidding me? Ain't no way. Yeah, that's a lot. But I think the crazy, I don't know, it's just so... My favorite detail yeah, that we get, and that's really nice. And I think it's what kind of, like, turns the dad's heart yeah. with understanding that Adam Sandler's character the actually has pure intentions and actually guy. does love Lucy. Yeah. Is the observation that on days where their meetings go well, uh-huh. and she, like, recognizes that they have a connection... She sings a special song. Wouldn't it be nice, be nice if, if we, we were over? Oh, would have to wait so long. The Beach Boys? So, yes. So it's just like a sort of, I don't know, you could call it a cosmic thing that she just always does this. Mm-hmm. when she meets Adam Sandler and that she just somehow understands that this is something special. Do you remember why that song is special to her? Uh, it's with her mom? That was her parents' song. Oh, isn't that sweet? Mm-hmm. Oh, because they were in love. They were in love. Well, before Lucy and Adam Sandler actually get together, <laughs> there's a few there's a few hoops this man has to go through. Hoopla! How does he uh, sort of get this woman to fall for him again and again and again and again? Well, his family 
well, not his family. Lucy's family says no. Uh-uh. So he has to get creative. Uh-huh. So he knows that she takes like the same route home every day from the diner. Absolutely. And so he creates just like a bunch of sideshow attractions, essentially. <laughs> just a series of meat cutes. Yeah, like, oh, we're doing construction on this dirt road. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've been kidnapped. <laughs> uh, my friend, not my friend, a stranger is beating me up. And then Lucy yeah. beats the shit out of him. <laughs> that scene is very good. Oh, he's so just like, funny. okay, I think he's learned his lesson. And she's like, I'll be right back. <laughs> I yeah. ain't done with this guy yet. Mm-mm. Hilarious. Yeah, he that, just creates... That's a good bit. Oh, it's fantastic. It's just trial and error. Mm-hmm. As the title of the film suggests, when you have 50 chances at like a first meeting, mm-hmm. it's kind of fun to think of all the ways that he, I guess, gets this girl to fall for him. Mm-hmm. Because that's part of his whole gimmick is that he's good at getting women to fall for him. Yep. But what changes it is that he's so dedicated to this one woman. Yeah. And another huge thing that we didn't really mention, Lucy is local. So oh, yeah, she's yeah. not going to fall for the same like bullshit that all the tourists do. Right. right Because right. she already knows like all the actually good spots. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it's it's really nice. But I really like how, in my mind, there is an extended edition of this movie where we literally get to see every single date. Yeah. And I was like, which one's got the chopping block, you know? (laughs) Like, which one, what were some of the proposed ideas for these dates? Right. Because I'd like to see them. They're probably pretty fun. And by dates, I mean meetings. They're not really dates, you know? They're like, "Eh." But they kind of treat them as dates. Mm -hmm. When, uh, well, when there's one bad day. Mm, the bad day uh-huh because after getting this woman to fall for him every day for what feels like 20 30 days you know mm-hmm. a lot of dedication somehow this man can do this and work a job at a an aquarium what would you call it a zoo? Yeah, it's an aquarium well as is apt to happen something goes wrong what? What do you mean? When you're reliving the same day over and over again for a year, there are obviously going to be things that happen that uh, you don't expect to happen. Mm-hmm. That don't make sense. So she's eating breakfast, as she apparently always did on Sundays, which is wild. Good for her that she could live that life. That's awesome. Self-care wish, Sunday. Wish it was me. But yeah, having like breakfast at a diner every Sunday. She obviously thinks it's the same day. So uh, why update her car registration? Mm-hmm. Cop shows up and as cops do, they're a menace to society and ruin a good thing. Mm-hmm. And this guy is just like not taking this at all. He says the registration's out. You got to get this fixed. And she's like, this doesn't make sense. Goes and looks at an actual newspaper. And uh, yeah. lo and behold, it ain't the day she thinks it is. Mm-hmm. And that sends her just downward spiral. Mm-hmm. To the pits of hell. Right. Oh, obviously, God. her family. It's so sad. Yeah. And obviously, her family has dealt with this before because she pulls up in a panic and her dad's instantly like, hey, she had a bad day. We got a bad day. So they go through like this whole thing of like showing her the accident, showing her the pictures, telling her what she has going on with her. She always like asks to go see the doctor and like, do her own research, you know? Mm-hmm. And then the doctor's like, yeah, you know, we've done this before. Unfortunately, you just won't ever be cured. Like, I'm so sorry. And then it's just 
I mean, can you imagine? No. Having to take this in, just Mm -hmm. understand. And on top of that, which, you know, is ultimately a good thing and she takes it as a good thing. But on top of all that, you suddenly have like a boyfriend. Yeah, which is weird as hell. (laughs) That you didn't know. One day, boyfriend. And it's Uh Adam Sandler. (laughs) What? I'm waiting for them to play Gangnam Style. I'm just imagining him in like the longest possible basketball shorts <laughs> yeah. and baggy tee with a baseball hat. Right. He takes off his baggy tee and underneath it from the shoulders down to his ankles is one giant pair of basketball shorts. <laughs> I'm swimming in this thing. Yeah, you are. Oh, my God. Yeah, it would suck. But I mean, they kind of end up making it work because... If you've seen the movie, you know, for some reason, Adam Sandler is the reason that Lucy is able to progress as a person uh-huh. because he comes up with the idea of, you know, making a hyper collage yeah. of the incident and catching Lucy up to speed uh-huh. up to that day that she's waking up into. So she gets all of the trauma out of the way right. and she's able to kind of have a bookmark on the events and be able to kind of restart from that point. Some right. days she's willing to move on. And then other days she's just like in denial. Yeah. But, you know, progress is progress. Oh yeah. I mean, it's fucking insane. Cause it's essentially like wake up trauma, tra- <laughs> trauma, just a fucking atomic bomb mm-hmm. of trauma just within 10 seconds of opening your eyes. Yep. And then not only that, but you just have to like accept all this. Yeah. <laughs> and then it sounds like a nightmare. Pick up. Yeah. It, it's insane. But, you know, good on Adam Sandler for coming up with this idea to sort of, in a way, allow her to live her life. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, I guess if you think about it, that's ultimately better than just living the same day on a loop. You know what I would prefer? Huh. Probably dying. It sounds <laughs> it sounds really intense. I don't think I could have the emotional bandwidth to yeah. deal with that every day. Lucy is definitely a stronger character than I am. Lucy is a strong one. Adam Sandler's got strong video editing skills. Oh, yeah. And it's here where we get sort of hit with, because obviously there's a lot of emotions going all over the place. Mm-hmm. But it's here where I think we get hit with the biggest like emotional bomb and like the hardest thing, this is where for me, I was like tearing up and I was like, oh, fuck. Because we get the montage and it's like Adam Sandler saying how much he likes this girl. And then he's like, your family in this community, your friends have been so dedicated and like they love you so much that they've mm-hmm. been doing all this. But we want to try something different. And during that montage, we see the uh, diner owner i'm assuming mm-hmm. she owns the diner i think but it's she also does, like yeah. the lady who works there she says like she has like a picture of lucy's mom i think or mm-hmm. lucy i can't remember exactly but she's like tearing up and she says like you know when your mom died i promised her that i would take care of you mm-hmm. and it's just like that's where i was like oh fuck yeah it's this really so sad. sweet because you know she's she's like her mom she's like continuing continuing like the role that her mom would have played mm-hmm. and like not only is that beautiful but like the beauty of like the friendship bond mm-hmm. and being like you know what your mom was such a good friend to me how could i not buy into yeah. this insane like, like... this scheme yeah 
And it's just so sweet because she just, it, it just demonstrates so much of that Lucy is so loved by everyone. Oh, yeah. So it, it and what's a, not to love? It's goddamn Drew Barrymore. It's Drew Barrys. Yeah, but this <laughs> moment brought the tears well enough in my eyes. And I was like, oh, man, it's beautiful. She's got, mm-hmm. she's got so much love. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves Lucy so much. Yeah, yeah. it's super good. Um, I think we finally reached the point where I'm ready to talk about my favorite song in the movie. Yeah. Which is, you know, up to this point, Lucy has kind of like accepted that Adam Sandler is her lover. Yeah. And I, it's funny because they never really progress sexually. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, it's just a first kiss to her. Right. Which is uh, very sweet. It's very we, romantic. We should say right now because the, the fun part about it is that they essentially, well, she essentially falls in love every day with mm. the same man, which is insanely romantic. Like, that's, yeah. so, that's so beautiful. <laughs> that is S-tier romance. Oh, God, yeah. For a man who loves love, such as mm-hmm. I, it's fucking beautiful. Cause she, and she's so cute about it because every time they kiss, it's like her first kiss. Mm. And what does she say every time? There's nothing like a first kiss. So adorable. Mm-hmm. And not only that, the other thing that she says all the time, which is very sweet, but also very sad, is she looks at him and says, why couldn't I have met you the day before my accident? Because mm-hmm. then she wouldn't have to re-meet him every time. Yep. And, it, and it's it's pretty tragic because you're just thinking, oh, damn it. Why couldn't you? Why, why couldn't, couldn't you? Like it, was just, it was so close. He was right there. It's so sad. But it's very sweet. And it's funny because he's like getting... He get he's getting like sexually frustrated. Yeah. Cuz it's like okay, I've kissed her like 50 times and then uh-huh. he's like and then he like cops a feel and she's like stop. And he's <laughs> like what? I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Oh my god. But the best I think like the sweetest part which is weird because I personally miss Kayla, me. Yes. I really don't I hate <clears throat> I hate the intimacy of like <laughs> the intimacy. musical performances. Like the idea of somebody serenading me makes me so fucking uncomfortable. Uh-huh. I want to like jump out of my own skin. Yeah. But this scene is so sweet because Adam's character sings a song that he wrote about Lucy to Lucy on the beach uh-huh. at night by a fire. And it's called Forgetful Lucy. Some man of many talents. He, you know, we love Adam Sandler. Um, but some favorite lines that stick with me are Forgetful Lucy has got a nice caboose. Uh huh. That's oh, S tier lyric writing. Oh, I love it. Or uh, I never understood this, um, the line, but as a youth. Yeah. Forgetful Lucy cracked her head like Gary Busey, uh-huh. which is good rhyming. The the ending lyric, which is forgetful Lucy, her lips are sam- so damn juicy. Nice. How about another first kiss? Adorable. Oh yes. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's so cute. It is. It's such a good song. Oh. And it's just like, I don't know. Cause it she makes I'm 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 out of words. He makes her laugh. Mm-hmm. And it's also very like romantic because he's talking about all the things he loves about her, not just physically, but like, yeah, about her, her as a person. Yeah, yeah. And it's really sweet. 
Right. And he's like, oh, he really does love her. Right. It's so cute. One quick note before we move to like the downhill slope that this takes. One of the days that she wakes up and she's like, wait, so we're dating? And he he has to come back with, sorry, I'm not better looking. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's good stuff. Just classic Adam Sandler. Uh (laughs) Yeah, sorry for letting you down. Uh huh. Damn shame. But as most things with a plot do, we kind of need a low point mm-hmm. for things to progress and get better. And we get yeah. our quote unquote happy ending. So we see that after Lucy has her very bad day and she. She's she. Oh, I can fill on. you in. OK. If yeah. you want me to. So one day she's kind of eavesdropping in on a conversation she overhears between Adam and her dad and her brother. Yes. And he's and the talking doctor. About, yeah. And the doctor. And he's talking about how he has put his trip to Alaska on hold so he could be here for Lucy. Yeah. And she has like this overwhelming sense of guilt uh-huh. because he has put like his dreams on hold for her, even yeah. though she can't progress. So she's like, I'm not going to let this happen anymore. And I'm erasing you from my life. Right. It's super sad. And and I could definitely understand that. Mm-hmm. Because not only for Adam Sandler, but for her father and for her brother, she feels like such a burden for mm-hmm. locking them into the same day and forcing them, essentially forcing them, even though it's out of her control, to be locked into the same day with her. That she feels this immense sense of guilt. And she, at this point, at the end of every day, has been writing in the journals. Because mm-hmm. she's been getting montages about her life from Adam Sandler and her family. But she also kind of wanted to leave notes to herself. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, makes sense and it's very cute. So she goes to Adam Sandler and says, I'm going to break up with you. You shouldn't be locked into this. And not only that, but I'm going to erase you from my life. That way it'll be like, it'll be like we never met because for her, she could just forget him, which makes sense. And that's convenient for her. And obviously she's doing it because she thinks it's in the best interest of Adam Sandler. Mm -hmm. But also that's just heartbreaking because ripping out his fucking heart. Imagine just, you know, anyone can imagine one of your loved ones, whether it's your significant other or whether it's someone in your family. And I mean, I guess that's the pain that a lot of people experience when they break up with someone that they absolutely love and have been together forever. Mm-hmm. It's like that idea of becoming nothing to that person again. Yeah. is incredibly sad. Mm-hmm. And for Adam Sandler, that's the part that sucks is that Lucy can, because of her um, condition. Yeah. Because of her condition, yeah, she can cleanly just forget about him, or at least for the most part. Foreshadow. Mm-hmm. Foreshadow. <laughs> Foreshadowing. But for Adam Sandler, he can't forget that. He's never going to forget her, so he just kind of is forced to move on. Yeah, it's a one-sided heartbreak, which is uh-huh. so sad. And it, and it sucks more because I, like, <laughs> I feel like she's just rubbing it in because she's like making him transfer all her notes to like a computer. Mm-hmm. and just like getting rid of all her memories of him mm-hmm. it's like that's cool i love watching me be erased yeah and also like rubbing in the fact that he didn't last long in bed <laughs> oh, yeah. it's like yeah we could delete that one yep yep 
Yeah, but so obviously, good. as rom coms mostly do, we like to have us a happy ending. Mm-hmm. And uh, why don't you inform us on what, sure. what happens here? So some time passes, and Adam Sandler's character ends up, you know, he's gonna do thinking, the trip. Thinking he thinking he's moved on, and as a parting gift, um, Doug and Doug is. Lucy's brother. Nice. I love that you're bringing this in last second. Absolutely. Because I just remembered it. There you go. Doug and Lucy's dad come over to like wish him bon voyage. And he gives him a parting gift. Yeah. The gift that Lucy's dad gives Adam is the Beach Boys CD, which plays (laughs) that song. Wouldn't it be nice? (laughs) And then we get to see a meme in the wild. Yeah. Meme in the wild. Meme in the wild. We love TikTok for bringing this to our attention. So thank Uh you, TikTok fantastic he's just fucking crying his eyes out as he's sailing to alaska <laughs> would it be nice if we were older? and he's like why are you doing this to me are you trying to tell me something and then he decides uh-huh. yes this is a message and he flips a yui and he heads <laughs> back to shore in a boat. Dun, 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 and lucy dun, 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 dun. good for her she's actually made some progress in her life yeah, she's, um, like she's living she's living in the institute mm-hmm. so she's She's got a safe place where she's not a burden to her dad and her brother on a daily basis. And she gets to teach art to Uh people that are in similar situations to her. Uh And yeah, it's really fulfilling. However, there's a mystery that's been haunting her like studio. Something weird's going on here. Yeah. For some reason, she keeps painting the same person. Yeah. The same kind of kind of interesting looking guy. He's got a big old egg head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which one of her paintings is actually an, a egg. With an egg for a head which <laughs> yeah. i found hilarious i did too yeah but, but adam, adam oh, Sandler, for one great line delivery great timing because he runs into the institute he finally finds lucy and he says lucy do you remember who i am and she says she looks at him and says no and he's like ah oh, that sucks <laughs> <laughs> Because he was hoping that she did. Uh-huh. But then after that. And she's like, no, but. She's like, hold on. Come but... look at these pictures. Yeah. So he, he gets led into the room and it's just like all pictures of him. And mm-hmm. she says, for some reason, every night when I dream, I see you. Can you explain to me why that is? And he's like, yeah, I think I have an idea. And he, you know, sort of explains what's going on. And he kind of ends with the line. You're the woman of my dreams. And I guess I'm the man of yours. And then they get back together. And <laughs> everything is explained. And it's pretty wild. Mm-hmm. But they like, you can imagine they agree that they're going to do the plan that they've been doing. They're going to do the montages. They're going to do the notes. And Lucy's going to be advancing in her life one day at a time. Mm-hmm. And uh, as what many people have brought up when we talk about this film, by the end of the movie, Lucy has a baby. Yeah, she's got like a four-year-old or three three or four-year-old. <laughs> yeah, she has a child. On a boat. <laughs> which you can imagine what that must have been like to wake up every morning and realize. I am not pregnant. Only, yeah, not only is your whole life just, you have no idea what's going on, but also you're pregnant. So that's Sounds like be my fucking worst fucking terrifying. But yeah, they go on the Alaska trip together. Lucy's there with her, the love of her life, with her father and with her daughter. And it's kind of fun. I mean, 
realistically terrifying like very very scary existence Mm -hmm. to be like huh my mom doesn't know who i am most days like at least when she wakes up but it is pretty sweet because she's just like the way drew barrymore acts like she's so genuine like you can kind of you can see like her go from like being Mm -hmm. very confused to seeing her daughter and realizing that it's her daughter and just being full of like love and happiness Mm -hmm. like you can see it all like in her face and her eyes yeah which is just a testament to the actors and how good they are Mm -hmm. but yeah it's it's very sweet it's a great ending and you feel like you know it's all gonna work out for these two Mm -hmm. and i think that they probably yada yada it because we know that once a person makes a big enough impact on uh-huh. Lucy, there is some subconscious like connection. True, true, true. To them. Yeah. The so, dreams. Yeah. So the dreams and yeah. But they live happily ever after. <laughs> they do it. It's all good. It's so cute. Uh-huh. It is very cute. I mean, what one hell of a rom-com. Mm-hmm. An amazing concept. I want to watch it right now. <laughs> it's super good. Mm-hmm. Full of heart genuine heart and genuine romance and a lot of penis jokes about walruses absolutely i mean it's adam sandler can you blame him nope i cannot well why don't we get on down to the dtr and define Mm -hmm. this relationship that we have over and over and over again we're gonna do it 50 times (laughs) oh lord heaven so for my dtr you know thinking about it right now and thinking about this movie it's definitely a rom-com that i put up there as one of the better ones you know it's it's a kind of wild concept but a simple concept Mm -hmm. and it's just a great setup for a lot of laughs a lot of genuinely heartfelt moments some sad moments but ultimately a great love story that i guess is a testament to the dedication that we put into the ones that we love Mm -hmm. you know obviously in this film it's over exaggerated but i would say after i said that Maybe it's not because mm-hmm. there's so many tales IRL that are like this, not this exact situation with this, you know, day resetting thing, but like people who have been with their significant other through devastating illness, through mm-hmm. thick and thin, staying by their side, even when they don't even know if they're there yet. I mean, you can think about the horrors of like, dementia or you know all those scary things where people lose their memory and i mean there's even stories where someone has lost their memory and then fallen in love with the same person that was their husband or their wife Mm -hmm. before so i mean how how unrealistic is this film really yeah when you've seen it happen irl it's happened for real Mm -hmm. but i guess just what i'm getting at is that this film is a super good rom-com. I would say for a man like me who's always loved the idea of love, who always loves watching people find their person, it definitely tugs at my heartstrings. It definitely was one, as I said, that as soon as I saw it, I knew it was a great one. I knew that this was one that I was going to want to watch over and over again. I don't know if I would say I'm 100% show dependent on it, though. You know, mm-hmm. I, I would say this is, you know, we're 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 still we're, we're flirting steady. with the idea know, you know we're going steady but uh actually maybe not you know I, I think you're right about this i would say i'm more so still in the talking stage still mm-hmm. in the flirting still getting to know 
Fifty first dates a little bit better. I mean, you closely. just saw the first forty minutes for the first time, right? Day, exactly. So. <laughs> so there's still there's still a lot to take in. I don't know if I'm fully committed to this relationship, but you know, Adam Sandler. Um, we're not doing labels, right? Adam Sandler, he's tied up though in the back of the truck, and he's <laughs> he's screaming about the alligators that kidnapped him. <laughs> and then when I go to try and help him, I see like a little. I feel like a little tap on my ankle, mm-hmm. and I look down, and there's a alligator with a gun just like hey aren't you <laughs> aren't you getting the back of the truck you know what's good for you toots i'm not a toots then I, just, <laughs> uh, then I just sort of slightly kick the gun and he's like ah shit god damn it i can't reach it, <laughs> can't reach ah, it. you stay there hey you stay there what are you doing in hawaii this isn't even an alley ah stop asking so many questions <laughs> What I do with my airline miles is mine business. <laughs> what I do from alley to alley is mine business. <laughs> and mine's business alone. I'm trying to be an island gator. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. I want to kill myself. <laughs> but yeah. Oh boy. Do I really like this movie? Absolutely. Is it one of like my all-time great rom-coms? I wouldn't say that, but mm-hmm. Hey, give it a few, give it a few more tries, give it a few more first dates, and then we'll see mm-hmm. where we're going after fifty, huh? There you go. Fair enough. Uh, in regards to my relationship, like Eddie said at the beginning, with the this slight caveat of this was made in two thousand four. Yeah. Is it by any means a perfect film? No, but I associate it with really positive memories. I think it holds up relatively well, and it made me cry my eyes out this time. Yeah, you was crying. It may have been the margaritas. It may be that I'm deeply in love with you. Good Lord. Aw, the second one, I hope. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's just like... I have to to interject. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. And just say that you you did the classic, like, sort of cliche woman thing. Of like turning to me and being like, would you do this for me? <laughs> would you? I did. I did do that. It was a would joke. Would you still love me if I was a worm? If I was a worm, would you? What would you do if I was would a worm? You, would you go on fifty first dates with worm me? I, I, I hope you would. Um, I would, gorgeous. I love you. No, you wouldn't take care of me if I was a worm, and yes, I, I, I understand. No, it. no, no, I would. Uh, you don't even like worms, though. No, but if it was you, I'd take care of you. Oh, stop it. You can go on the compost and Ooh, have you, have you I'm going to eat some lunch. <laughs> My poop will fertilize our plants. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. Like, like you were saying, Eddie, it's just kind of like this film gets to uh, it's such a core element of love, uh-huh. which is just sacrifice yeah and meeting people where they are right because he just, never yeah go ahead sorry i'm interjecting into dtr too much but i also think it just gets to like how beautiful and fun it is to fall in love mm-hmm. you know and the the fact that they get to do this every day it's like it's mm-hmm. very fun obviously being in love is amazing and it's like the best feeling ever but there is a little something special about the falling in love stage mm-hmm. when you realize like this is my person like this is my other half mm-hmm. so it's very beautiful oh yeah i love it and you know i will be i will be playing these bangers <laughs> on any road trip i have coming up in the, the future because uh-huh. boy oh boy do i need the black eyed peas singing a cover of what's it called 
have no idea what you're getting at. I don't know. Black Eyed Peas are on the album, and I remember oh, it. I was like, oh, okay. Fergie is singing now. Here we are. Fergie, Fergie, I mean, love you long time. Long time. I'm a girl's get down. <laughs> Talking about lines from 2004. Yeah. <laughs> it's God in heaven. Oh, boy. Anyway, speaking of forgetful Lucy, we hope we don't forget to say thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Show Dependent. Uh, as always, you can feel free to catch us on any podcast platform that you may listen to podcasts on. Mm-hmm. Look at me saying the farewell. This has never yeah, happened before. I love before. it. Keep going. Um, you can also feel free to follow us on Instagram at showdependentpod, or you can also follow us on Twitter at showdependentpod, which is S-H-O, dependent pod. And like I mentioned earlier in the episode, we now have a TikTok. So please follow us on TikTok at showdependentpod. Right. We're getting, we're really stepping We are diversifying. That's right. We're creating content. You can watch us flossing. I know flossing is still popular with the kids, right? Oh, I'll be hitting dabs. Not weed dabs, but the dance move dabs. (laughs) Get me another Borg. Borgie. You know, you know, I got that Riz. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we are other, turning people off. And <laughs> other TikTok sounds. I don't know. Give me one. Yeah. Um. God. Now I now I forgot every TikTok thing I know. Outstanding. <laughs> Just cry. Anyway, uh-huh. catch us on TikTok, Victor. Where can they find you on Twitter? Oh, you know, for for me, if you want to find me, uh, I'm a man of many talents. I like to think a bit of a renaissance man, but maybe like a lower tier renaissance man. You know, not 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 one of the greats, not a not a Da Vinci, not a mm. Mikey Angie's. You know, not a Rafi's, but just, <laughs> not a Rafi's, <laughs> not a uh, Donnie's, Donnie's, not a Donnie's, but just maybe like uh, just a turtle. Yeah, yeah, but. I'm a man of a lot of things that I like to do. So you can follow me on Twitter at Victor V Sweet. I've also got many names, two of them to be exact. At Victor V Sweet on Twitter, on Twitch. Been playing a lot of the spooky games, a lot of good horror games coming out right now. And uh, Kayla, where can you be found? You can find me on Twitter, but you could also find me in an alley looking over my shoulder, hoping there's not an alligator nearby. <laughs> It's funny that you say that because you should be looking around your ankles. Uh-oh. Ah! Oh, there it goes. I got you. Alligator. I got you now, toots. I take one step forward. He can't get to me. Oh, oh. I love how in our mind he can only (laughs) use his hands instead of his giant fucking mouth. He's an alligator. Alligators don't have sharp teeth. Hmm. What do they have? He's got like a lot of molars. Ew, that's worse. <laughs> just, just like gnashing teeth. They just anyway. What are we gonna leave the people with, Victor? Whip out your fucking slabs of concrete. Get a hammer and chisel and put this right into your slab. Make sure you can't erase it. You can't get rid of it. It's permanently in your life in your schedule. Save the date for the next episode because in the next one, boy oh boy, have we got a great one for y'all. Yeah, we got the return of. Our good pal, friend of the pod, and first ever guest, and first ever returning guest, returning guest for a different series because we had a, a friend on who did a two-parter, but that yes. was for the same thing. I digress. We got our boy Sander coming back on the pod, and we're going to be talking about a video game that he and I absolutely love, a game that I would very, very gladly play. 
50 times. Nice. I would play it 50 times for the first time if I could, because that first play, oh, Lord in heaven. And a game that Kayla is only sort of has passing knowledge of, but I'm going to yeah. educate her on it in the next few weeks. And no, we're going to really no. get into it. Don't educate me. And as Kayla says, we're going to get into the nitty gritty of why hey. Sander and Eddie absolutely love Kingdom Hearts. When you walk away, you will hear me there you go <laughs> lord in heaven it's way too high buckle sopranos man that is way too high nobody should be singing that high but look forward to that one listen to our past ones and come back for the kingdom hearts episode i like you and you like me most days there you go there you go Yay! And that's an episode what right there. What if it I said <laughs> when <laughs> we're older, <laughs> everyone is <laughs> <in the> <laughs>